and we're recording. So who wants to start this week? I think I started last week. Okay. Alright, so do you want to go? Okay, mine's so recent. <laughs> I um, literally was just sitting in the car in front of the supermarket again. It's <laughs> <laughs> your spot, your work <laughs> spot. It's my spot, it totally is. Um, yeah, with the the rain pounding on the roof, and um, you see what I did there? That was a smooth segue, hey, to like let you know if you can hear the rain, what that noise is. It's just <laughs> rain on our roof. <laughs> That's what you did there. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, only just managed to chat to James McConey, he from Sky Sport. Um, yeah, he missed my text this afternoon about wanting to chat and yeah like we had how, a great how chat how did you get in touch then i texted him i said oh hey is now a good time just you know oh i see and, then and he, he missed that and he's like oh shit is yeah your um has your window closed yeah. can we still chat okay cool but you, you end up chatting yeah we had a great chat it was um basically the good news is that he has not lost his job yeah, this guy. So, Crowd Goes Wild is the show is one of the few shows that are still continuing. Yeah, which yeah. is so good. I'm yeah. so grateful because it's, it's a so mess, massive change. Oh, there's huge change. Moment. Yeah, okay. and huge change in Sky Sport as well. Mm. Um, yeah, but Crowd Goes Wild is such a cool totally, show. Totally. Yeah, so I'm really glad that that's carrying on. Cool. Like I'd miss it if it wasn't there. Yeah, I'd feel a bit of a hole in sadness. Yeah. Um, which is a good thing, like saying heaps with them actually. Mm, it's a bit of a got a legacy to it. Yeah. I guess the the bad news is just that there's it's not bad as such. It's just that there isn't really anything happening at the moment in Sky Sport other than restructuring and laying off. So there's no okay. opportunity there to pitch a yeah. program idea. Sure. Yeah, because advertising revenue will be down everything that they make money on yeah they're like from what i've read in the news anyway they're down by about oh, i can't remember the figures exactly but it was a it's not catastrophic amount but it was a significant okay. amount that they'd be you know like tightening up their purse strings sure. and, yeah. and that would be for a while like I guess we well, don't know James how long. James actually said that it would probably. He's like, for at least for the next two, three months, there won't be any hiring. It's going to be just. Yeah. This is short. That is quite short, eh? Hey? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he didn't say that with any kind of certainty. Yeah. He just said it in passing with the point that there's no opportunity right now. Yeah. Because we're probably going to be heading into recession, people say, which would mean. Not that things stop, but they there's a slowdown, mm. and and I've heard two to four years. Yeah. On that front. Yeah. Um, so I mean, the upside of this is at least really early in the game. I have found out that Sky like pitching an idea like this to Sky Sport won't be an option. So now I need to turn towards um. Yeah, figuring out what are some of my other ways that I could do yeah. this thing that I want to do. Yeah, because um, it sounds like in the process it, it at least kind of clarifies some of your thinking in a way in terms of that idea of behind the game and yeah, and and also got his view like from his experience of the market mm. that there's something there which is definitely yeah. 
I um I guess I'm in the lucky position that I don't have to make money right now. So yeah. if I want to start my own YouTube channel and do this kind of thing, yeah. I don't have the pressure of like if that's a possibility for me, I don't have to generate income. Generate yeah. income so because mm. you only start generating income if it's like a huge following. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that takes happen. a while. Exactly. Tell me, um, and it's very early and you might not have an aunt. You, yeah, you might still be processing. The conversation. In fact, I, I don't want to jump into <laughs> no, no, the God, you, go, you can't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think it is important to, yeah, to, to take stock in a way or, yeah. I, I don't think things can be moved on too quickly. Although I see that you... What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, (laughs) where does your thoughts go now? Like, because I think you've crystallized an idea. And and I've always thought of the idea as more important than the platform. Like, there's different ways in which... And there would probably be multiple um, places that a thing could... But I love the idea of multiple channel Mm. experiences these days. Yeah. um, But what a... Yeah, I guess, what could be potential other areas? Like, you've mentioned YouTube. YouTube, my mind also goes to actually getting in touch with some of the actual sporting bodies uh, yeah. or sporting yep. franchises. Interesting. So, Rugby New Zealand, the Breakers. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, seeing whether they... And then maybe I'd also... I don't know how it would work in terms of rights, but maybe I'd also have it on my Instagram, oh, the yeah. story on my Instagram account. Maybe. I'm not... Yeah. I'd have to check into how... What platforms work, do you obviously. like? Instagram. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't like being on social media too much, so I've kind of yeah. just chosen one, and that is where I do it because I love the medium of the visual medium. So okay. something that's based mainly around video and photos. Yeah. Like, that's my jam. What draws you? Do you know what draws you to, or is it just cause? It could be. Just I think cause. I'm a visual person. Like okay. I can't. Like my brother Nico. Yeah. He can listen to a song or listen to a lecture and then tell you what it was all about sure but for me that does not work for me at all like i need to either be like reading something along with it or writing something yeah or um like seeing a little graphic kind of thing graphic doodle on a video or something like that actually i'm just a visual person that's how i take information in it's how i like to give information as well you certainly enjoy instagram yeah. <laughs> yeah, except I haven't really been on there for like this whole year and what it's like June now. Yeah. But yeah, but I do if I like go on Insta- on social media, Instagram would be it. I mean, it's interesting to think of these platforms what what they can do and what they can be. I mean, Instagram of course there's a lot of people that have big followings. I mean, Humans of New York, like your mm. one of your inspirations is Instagram. Mm. The thing is I don't want to go out and start something with the goal of getting a big following. Yeah, I think it's important. So yeah. I don't want to, that's not the, that's not how I want to, how I want to set myself up. Yeah. I want to go with the main focus just being around the particular story. Okay. And yeah. so how can I do that without... Um, yeah, just how can I do that? 
And for me, yeah. that would be going to the actual sporting teams and the sporting yes. franchises. And, and in one sense, the different platforms are just different ways of telling the story. And mm. each have their own constraints. Or their own, I say constraints, because Instagram will, will constrain it to be more visual. You'll be yeah, forced but if I want to do, do that. something that's video anyway. Yep. Yeah. Well, those, Sorry, these I, are don't, I didn't actually finish listening to what you were going to ask. But um, I just, I'll finish this and then you can yeah. go back. But I want to do videos. And with Instagram, you can do a really long, you can do a 10 minute video. Mm. Like it just cuts off after. Yeah, it just cuts, you go onto Instagram TV. I don't so know you anything about that. Watch it. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the dark age. <laughs> um. I carry on stone, stone tablets. <laughs> So tell me about this this Instagram TV. So basically, (laughs) you start your video, I think, in your Instagram Stories feed, and then after I think a minute or minute and a half, it has you have to go click on a button that says "Keep Watching," and it takes you to the Instagram TV feed. And you can do a long video; you can do a ten-minute video there. So Instagram TV is more like It's all part y- of Instagram. YouTube. It's part of the same app. But it's more long form. Long form, yeah. You can put longer form stories on there. Interesting. Yeah, so it would work really well with me doing it. I wonder for, how many um, people use that as a proportion of the, the user base of uh, Instagram. In terms of... It's a different types of, type of consumption. It's more long form, more like YouTube. and I mean, of course, they would have done it for good reason. But it would be, yeah, be interesting to see. Mm. Yeah. Engagement. I mean, they've probably got stats on it. Yeah, I don't know the stats. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so there's, it would go very nicely alongside yep. doing something, for instance, for the Breakers website or whatever, sure. you know? Yeah, true. I like the idea of having different things that you can find in different places. Mm. So you watch them somewhere and then you can go and find something slightly different on, on say, Instagram or... And it's yeah. yeah, and you you can play with so many different layers. I'd imagine in the whole behind the scenes feel, where you say, oh, you can go and find this, and this is extra information and more. And you could totally like have some secret stuff. Does that excite you? <laughs> that does that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what it's like how you watch a movie and it's a good movie and it's like ah, oh, I wonder what was going on. And then the next minute we're on Wikipedia, like looking, looking at like what up. actually happened there, and then yeah, we're like true, following. Yeah, it almost like starts this little quest of yeah, and you you're. You're in that area, I reckon, when you talk about behind the game. There's, mm. like, it's got that vibe about it. Yeah. That could be. It's it's for you, like, interested people that are interested to find more things. Hmm. There could be something there. Who knows? So, anyway, those are the next steps now. Like, figuring out how can I make this happen so, outside of a TV network and a program, like an actual program on a TV network. And I think it's totally doable. Interesting. So, so the yeah. idea has caught hold? Like, how do you feel? For of, me? Yeah, yeah. How yeah, you, I feel like this is something. The behind the game idea. Yeah. Interesting. And you talked about three aspects of that. You talked about, it's about the player and their life outside sport. It's about um, situations that happen behind the actual games. And you talked about the journalists and their experience and point of view. So there's, I guess there's a number of different things you could weave together in ways. Mm. And it'll be interesting to see how that takes shape. Yeah, or what that yeah it'll be interesting to see if 
maybe like the journalist thing might fall off. Yeah, I'd wonder just like because, yeah. what parts of it because there's going to be because when you spoke of the TV version of this, it had segments. It had like yeah, uh, it's half an hour of what do you call it commercial time or time yeah. without commercials. Commercial half hour, and then yeah. and then you you go uh, and you have these three sub stories where uh, Instagram TV. Um, doesn't sound like it has that form or mm. that expectation so things look a little bit different the idea yeah. manifests in different ways so and the other thing i've been thinking about is because if i if it would have been that we started something with sky sport mm -hmm. that automatically gives you access to so many athletes and sports people yes whereas without them you, you don't. Go, oh, you don't. Except if you do go through the franchises and you're doing it for them, yes. then automatically they will, you know, set up all the interviews for you and set up all the people okay. for you. So that's that, one way of getting it. Is that the next step? Yeah, maybe contacting them. Okay, so who's them? I'd maybe start with Rugby New Zealand because yep. Shelley has... You've got a contact there? No, I don't. she might have one there, yep. but I know she talked about that they're always hungry for content. Yep. Yeah, and then you said the breakers are also yeah. potential. And I mean, this could be the perfect thing to do now. Even if you start maybe with the first tier, which yeah. is just the human interest story behind the sportsman, because there's yeah. not any sport happening at the moment. Yes. There's not. Yeah, then I can start with just pitching that to them and just see how it all grows yep. from there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we'll kick into because this week we had a shortened week. We we've just done the hours today, so next week we'll have a bit mm. more time. Um, so yeah, so it's reaching out, yeah. starting to find some people. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think I'd probably need to package up my idea a little bit more tightly. Like actually write it up in something that's okay. like, like a so you speak to half a page or something. Okay. And then. Something I can speak to and something I could email out as well to them. Okay. And then contact someone. So that cool. will probably be my goal next Wednesday. Okay. Is doing that. Cool. I love it. That seems quite yeah. tangible. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So that's me. Yeah. Very cool. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I, I was initially a little bit gutted. Like, for like that, the first. There was definitely like a, a second or two of that gutted sinking oh, feeling and then you kind of yeah. go, oh well, it was never really a thing, so what mm. were my other thoughts and steps going to be? I anyway. want to pick up on that like in my update as well because there is, there's yeah, always I think a sense I mentioned of like, it briefly to you before we started recording and yeah. you're like, aha, babe, welcome to the ups and downs <laughs> yeah. of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have. I, I'm not sure how much you can help by having these hopes. Uh, any like whisk of an idea, and you're like, and and you kind of think out how this could play out. And you're like, oh well, wow, that could be amazing. Um, yeah, so I think some of that can, can crumble, mm. and that doesn't feel that great. Um, so. No, not at the moment. But it's that whole thing of like there are so many creative opportunities always. Yeah. What's interesting about this is that I talk to people who have run businesses for a long time. And that ability to always, as as some things, ideas crumble and initiatives, even as a thing has grown and, and become mature, um, to, 
to always have that hope and always like mm. be someone that is has that not reflex but at least that bent to go okay well there's a challenge here but there's mm. also probably opportunities somehow in here mm. and um and, and that i think is a is a skill is a, a thing that's helpful for because um, once once the thing starts then there's always new things to figure out or navigate and do you know as you were talking as you started talking i had the idea come to mind and i should probably actually pause on going like this is what i'm going to do next kind of thing because i do actually believe that god is always at work Mm. and i and he invites me into things that he's already doing it mm-hmm. and invites me into being part of that. I kind of see it like a, a writer director of a play oh, yeah. and you're standing in the wings waiting for your scene okay. where you come on to do that scene that you've been cast in yeah. and then you go off okay. kind of thing. So I think I probably need to, yeah, rather than me rushing in and going like, okay, well, this is my next thing. Actually just pause and go, yeah, actually just chat to God and actually see where God is working and where he is. Where, Take stock. Yeah, which direction the wind is blowing, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think there is wisdom in, in um, yeah, take, taking a moment to step back and ask the question, what does this mean now? And also be attentive in that way mm. and to what he's up to. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. So this is one little advantage of having like a, a structured. We each have our, our hours within the week. Like you just got this built-in time, just downtime between yeah. that, just to let things set a little bit. So kind of, I can yeah. imagine if we were full time, long. I mean, some people are like eighty, ninety hours on new things are starting. Mm. You can imagine how that constant pressure takes away any chance to step back. Um, and you can, it, I mean, it has potentially advantage of momentum, but then also potentially the risk of tunnel vision and just burrowing yeah. into holes that, um, yeah, yeah. That miss opportunities, but, uh, pros and cons, I guess. Mm. Okay, cool. All right. So what about you? Yeah. So yeah, obviously just a shortened week. Um, so the time today was, I had a couple of conversations this morning with founders this morning, uh, this morning, allow myself to introduce myself. Um, sorry, what? I'm just repeating myself and thinking about Austin Powers movie references. Oh. <laughs> anyway. um, on me. I've never been an Austin Powers. Um, okay, so I spoke with two founders this morning, mm-hmm. and they were really good conversations. Actually, and I'm finding the conversations are just getting richer. So each new person I'm meeting, I don't know. I'm, I'm just finding. Now, I'm quite comfortable in these types of conversations. I'm up to like 35 like email invites of, uh, that have gone out. And then of those, <laughs> I should look at the numbers. Maybe I'm in conversation with about 12 of them. Um, That's great. Yeah. And, and the vast majority are really keen. Or all of them are interested, like if I was to get back in touch with them. And yeah, a good number of them also are quite keen on... Like what's going to happen and uh, what I'll discover or what I'll end up building. Yeah. Um, and 
I spoke last week of the prototype I'd built. And I actually put that out to about six of them. Um, and that was this prototype. Remember, we talked about um, voting features of a product. Um, but, but instead of it being about features, it was about what a customer is trying to do. And could you put out to all your customers t- in a, um, or create a, like a web page which your customers could go to and then say the things or like fill out a form and then it would create a little, um, um, what do you call it, like a card or list, which, which is this is what I want to do and then other people could vote that that's what they're trying to do with the product as well. And this would be good feedback for the founders to know what are people actually trying to do with the product. Therefore, how should I continue to shape it so it makes those things better? Mm-hmm. So I put this, so I built, I quickly built a, a little prototype. Um, it was kind of a working prototype that people could actually, there was an actual website um, and you could actually fill out a form and actually create something and you could vote. That's so awesome. so it, was all, it was all there and working in a it basic a good form. mock-up proper mock-up yeah or did visualize and there's something about actually making something tangible that really kind of yeah it it gives you a a feel for the product i'm not sure how else to say this but there's like a some ideas they sound that it kind of makes sense yeah but but when you actually get the thing working you know ah okay what i get the feel of this thing now and um and it also gets you to force through a lot a lot of a product and how good it is, is in the details of how it actually works. So, yeah. Um, so I put it out to six people. And effectively, <laughs> it's funny. So uh, you know how I said that I, I'm, I'm after a particular type of feedback. I'm not as interested in people saying, oh, this is a great idea. Um, or this is great. Oh, well done. Any, yeah, any of yeah, that, yeah. that's noise. Yeah. Um, what you and, and so when I asked people i didn't ask them what do you think about this would you pay for this is that what you asked yeah i I actually was in the stage of asking do you already use this i do you already pay for this a product like this because there's there's these feature voting products um and i just want to know do they pay for it Mm -hmm. um and i wanted that to be the starting point the ground ground that's almost like the the first thing i needed to know have they already, because if they've already paid for it, that's a way of knowing, not not completely, but it's a way of knowing that they've actually already had this pain enough that they're like, oh, I need to get a product like this. Mm. And and to the point that I've actually implemented it and I've got customers and I'm using it. Yeah. Um, and So anyway, what did they say? What came back was effectively a good number of said, no, I don't use any of that kind of product. Um Pretty much all of them. Oh, one of them of the six used a product like that. Um, and the rest were like, I don't really use any of that. Um, and, and I would, would or wouldn't Well, this was it. also interesting. Is, um, and they reflected back on the, the question about whether they, they would. And, and some of their reflections were, were interesting around what it does. So you, 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 ask people, you ask all your customer base these types of things. Um, and even if it's not about what features I want, um, but like what I'm trying to do, it sets expectations because you've now made transparent some of your thinking to all your customer base and you're putting it out there and then they're voting with each other, um, as to like what they all want the product to do or, or what they're trying to do with it. Hang on, hang on. This is the, 
this is not your prototype idea. This is some of the other products that are out there already. Yeah, yeah. So it was a bit of that, but then they could see what I was doing, and yeah, they were which interested. Is flipping it, yeah. And going. And they were interested in that, but I think still it has. It's funny, you know how I said a product has a feel. Also, feedback has a feel. It's like, um, it's funny. Like I was, I was thinking because I was listening to this other podcast. I've found a, of the analogy of dating. And uh, and and how you just get a feel if it's working or not, <laughs> and there's no one particular thing, but you just know. <laughs> um, and that's the way it was with this kind of feedback, where I was just like, there was a general positive sentiment of, uh, but yeah, but 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 it was not going to go anywhere. This relationship was not going to go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. this, this product was just not going to work out. Yeah, okay, and. Yeah, and I couldn't. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, there was a bunch of stuff where people were just like, yeah, "I just don't use products like that," or I can't. There's one guy in Chicago who was really helpful. He, he always gives quite quality feedback, and he said he was actually recently thinking about this, a product like this, uh, signing out with one of these feature voting apps. But he said the problem would be is that yeah, people would start to like you get all your nauseous customers who would be the ones motiva- most motivated to like put these things on. You're not even sure if that's the customer you're going to build the product for. Mm. And also, then you've got, I've got these expectations. So as opposed to just getting feedback in by email every so often, then going out to um, people when you have actually listened and, and done the feedback, um, where you may have only done 10% of what people are asking, that feels a lot more than uh, when people see it transparently and you've only done 10% and he's like, that might not feel as great. So he'd ended up, and this was only a week ago, he'd ended up deciding not to use a product like this for those reasons. Mm. So it was really helpful and very timely to, to catch him in the, the moment of considering this type of product. Mm. Do you know what? I feel like you are the kind of guy who would give people this type of really thought through, invested feedback. And so it's really cool to hear that there's someone out there actually giving you that kind of feedback because it's not the first time that he's done this yeah that like, founder yeah it's yeah. very very helpful he's actually. And got he... so much i don't know just like heart and time like for people and energy yeah. to give like it was really really helpful and he said at the end oh, i hope it was helpful smiley face like mm. not in a sense of yeah I, I think people there's a natural bent to want to help and want to give me the idea but really that is my job to mm. figure out like, but what I need is the re- I need reality to come back at me with how this thing is actually landing and how people are actually mm. considering these things and how mm. they're actually making all the trade-offs mm. within everything they're doing and that that's what he gave mm. um, so you've also very early on in the piece gotten the red light like yeah, it's, it's not interesting. go ahead yeah cool. and it feels it's funny like I mentioned last time about the momentum of an idea mm. I find myself I found myself at the end of the day so I got so I was back to, it was good to be able to fall back to some regular patterns that I'm used to, which is just getting back to the emails and sending out and just like, so there's a bunch of different habits, I guess I've got that I can just fall back on. Mm. And I just know that that's the thing I need to do. I need to reach out to more people. And, and that felt constructive. Whereas mm. when you get, when you get a, like an idea that gives energy and then all of a sudden that thing doesn't have 
What does your reach out look like, though? Like, what does that email look like? Because now you don't have a prototype to put in front of them. So what are you asking them? Well, it's the same as what it was a few weeks back when I didn't have a prototype, which is basically I'm wanting to talk to people about this early stage of how they talk to their customers, interact with their customers, and get feedback for their product. Because that is still the mm-hmm. area that you want to build yeah. something I, into. Yeah, I tend to per, like anchor down on the area uh, of like of how people do this, not yep. necessarily the idea mm-hmm. of. Um, so when the the ideas can come and go, what I'm really trying to understand is how do people do this, and not necessarily just looking for problems and how they're doing it, but looking for what makes sense and what could we support of of great ways of doing this like having really deep and meaningful mm. conversations with customers and like holding together the different things that people say and um and so on so mm. yeah so but i did end up at the end of the day feeling i i, I had the conscious thought i miss having an idea uh, oh. <laughs> um because with having an idea comes a certain sense of energy and um and there's almost i felt on me almost like a temptation essentially i'm just thinking now um to to jump to like how how it in my case it's it's a bit different because it would be quite a different thing um but um yeah i I had this kind of draw to jump into the next thing almost to just get that energy back Hmm. but yeah i think what the wise thing to do is to not jump into that is to sit back into the the process of discovery again mm. of um yeah because for me it would be like one of, actually one of the founders said this morning um who he he's getting early traction in his product um he's up to about i think 1400 bucks a month or something um so but one of the things he he mentioned kind of in passing is where he was asking because they all kind of are keen to hear what I'm what I'm doing and what where I'm at. No, I'm, I'm just saying I'm at the, at the idea phase. Um, and one of the things he said, he goes, just don't rush that phase. Like in a technology product, you're gonna spend years building this thing, or like ten years, fifteen, like building the the whatever we build now uh, out. So oh, building it out. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So um yeah, so just don't don't rush it. Um because whatever you start that that will almost like whatever idea you land on that will set where it can go and what uh, what it can be. Um and yeah, in the years. I mean, you look at um technology companies that kind of grow to medium size, you've got yeah, teams of 10, 20 full-time working on the product. So whatever that product is, that this is what we're looking at now, mm. and and wherever it starts will um, have yeah such an impact on yeah. So That's, yeah, good. So I think it was a, yeah a call back into the even though I want to be able to jump into an idea in my situation to get that energy back, I just know that this is it's good to just settle back into the rhythm of of discovery, back to those emails, mm. and back to these conversations. So that's. I just want to clarify right. something. Yep. So you said out of the six people that you email or to spoke to, hmm. emailed out, hey, not spoke to, emailed, emailed. out. Yep. Only one of them was using one of these tools. One of these tools, the voting. Yeah. Um, I may have completely heard this wrong then last week, but didn't you say that quite a few people were already using tools like that, and that's why where you got the idea from to actually 
to yeah, no, you're, and ask you're right. a more helpful question, which you're is right. well, what are you trying to use it for? You're right. And this is one interesting thing. Um, so one of the challenges of this stage is a bit of a, um, not chicken and egg, I don't know how you describe it, but basically feedback coming in, one of the questions is, do people, does the, is there no market for this or am I talking to the wrong market? Uh, mm. So you can always be, it could be one of the, like I could sit, talk to six other people and they would just love it. Mm. Um, Did you see any kind of pattern like, Thinking Sherlock Holmes-esque, <laughs> like, could you deduce any um, reason why this guy in particular was using that and the other five weren't? Like, was there something different about the types of startups yeah. they had or what? Yeah. Well, okay. So this is interesting. This goes back to the, the whole dating analogy. Okay. <laughs> were you, were you <laughs> picking up a lot of things beyond what I've said and also even... Um, so one way I think about this is feedback that the way I think about feedback coming in, what people are saying is not necessarily do they like it or, and even to, I mean, you do want ultimately are people using it, paying for it, that, that kind of stuff. But even beyond that, you, you're wanting to, in, in choosing what kind of product I build, you're also having a sense of like how this sits within the ecosystem. And one of the questions I did have, um, but, uh, I mean, these things are never black and white, so it's still a, a judgment call. Um, and there might be elements of this that I still pick up. I, I, I don't know. But um, is that when you're doing anything that's survey-based or putting it out to everyone for voting and commenting, um, that kind of feedback tool is, is different from people doing deep conversations with the customer. Um, hmm. so while I was looking at it as something that, um, could be a starting point for deep conversation, I think even creating the thing gave me a sense of, as I, as I put it out there and thought about it and sat with it, a sense of, well, I'm not sure if I want to play that part in the ecosystem. Once I, yeah, once I'd built it, I kind of got more of that sense. Yeah. Um, so, and, and again, there might be something that you could create that is a starting point for those deeper conversations. Um, but still, I think the downside of some of these tools is that the, the transparency or the openness does, does can add more of a pressure for, um, for the founders and the product teams to deliver to these expectations which are out there. So while I was seeing it more in terms of like this is a starting point for conversation. I think it comes with other cons mm. as well, which I need to be aware of. And now that I've sat with it over the week and also had feedback and that, that kind of played on those, there's, there's a, I guess there was a few signals I was particularly looking out for. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's a bit complex and yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a really good question and thought that you can't like feedback and you, it's near like yeah it could you could go either way like i say you could say it's actually just a different if i talk to different people you'd get different yeah. feedback so and anyway like it seems like it's also the very real fact that you can't just take any starting point and have it as a starting point to where you want to be going yeah so well, you gotta ask the question to, should to you just go there to really good <laughs> 
quality conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Should you not just go there right yeah. away? Exactly. And I kind of felt... Like like I say, I might double round into a version of this coming back. I think it needs to be more clear because even in the hearing the feedback, I could see that it's actually not as clear as I thought around feature voting or going to the needs. Because even as you went to the needs, as I sat through some of how it would apply in these different situations, I was like, oh, it could be hard for to differentiate that for customers to say what they need and 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 still not have the people giving comments that actually aren't right for the product. Mm. So, yeah. So there's, yeah, there's nothing like put it out into reality to really kind of stress test these things. And, yeah. So for all those reasons and a number more, like, kind of had the, the sense that actually, no, this is not necessarily something that is a goer at this mm. stage in this form. So. So for both of us, it's back to the drawing board, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which we have the privilege, I guess, of now because we haven't been like running a thing for five years that yeah. it's kind of locked in a path. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's one of the advantages of now is that you can shift. Um, yeah, I guess better to learn that quickly mm. than take... Yeah, I think one of the things I've learned from previous the previous startup is that there was, there was a long time that we were in certain ideas uh, and it's, yeah, to make calls quicker can actually say, serve... I think the longer you, you build an idea, the more it starts to play out in your mind. Um, and then it is harder to move from. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we should wrap. <laughs> Not sure what we should call this episode. Maybe where ideas go to die. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in know. peace. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll think of something a little bit more positive. <laughs> or maybe I'll just call it that. I'll see. Graveyard. <laughs> Idea graveyard. All right. Cool. Well, until next week.